note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 336. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Jim. And I'm the intern. No Blake this week. So that might actually turn... People might tune in now. Uh, No. He's on vacation. He is on vacation. I think Florida? Is that where it's at? Well earned. What's that? Where's he at? They went down to think, Florida, I believe. Okay. Somewhere with beaches. Oh. Yeah. I thought he said Florida last week. We talked to him. Okay. Yeah, Blake is on vacation, I think, this week and next week, actually. So, uh, it is just us four this week. We may try to call in somebody from Skype, uh, see what's going on. But uh, otherwise, it's just an old school, well, a smaller class this week. So... Uh, nothing's really going on in the world. How about you guys? Anything going on? Nothing? Not, nothing new. I mean, it's it's just same old, same old. Okay, okay. Um, Let's see. Something I didn't say last week. Uh-huh. I, I was on a uh, podcast, a trivia podcast, uh, the Trivial Warfare Blitz. Oh. It was released last Tuesday. Okay. So I was on that, and... And the way that show is set up, you know, you three people go against each other. If you win that, then you go to the, uh, you know, the, the final against the winners of the other games in the mm-hmm. in that time. So if I win last week, I'm on next week. Ooh! And what's it called again? Yeah. Trivial Warfare Blitz. Okay. Now there's a Trivial Warfare, which is the big main show. The Blitz is the side show that the you know quick episodes, like ten minute episodes or something. Okay, you should put that up on our Facebook page. History of Bad Ideas. I probably should. You probably should. That would be nice. That would be nice. Since they had you on, they didn't have to. Um, I see that you have a baseball bandana on, Jeff. Is that correct, or is that an open I- scar? One or the other. Oh, okay. It's a baseball bandana. Okay. Are you excited? Baseball might be back? Uh, I'm not going to get any excitement until there's something finalized. Okay. No. I saw today that uh, Cleveland is indefinitely laying off their entire staff. 
Ugh. So. Like they're a pitching staff? Like, well, no. They're, well, they're I mean, them, them too. <laughs> but their office, all their office staff and everybody's on indefinite layoffs. So that doesn't sound like baseball starting anytime soon. 114 game season. Oh. No, no, no. There's, it will they, never. It won't be put it that down. Yeah. It, it won't be more than eight. Or, to, it'll be fifty or sixty games is the uh, owner's new uh, proposition. And uh, the, the players, they're they're getting closer, but it's not real close. But I want to send a shout out to players like uh, David Price and Sean Doolittle for uh, like Price taking money out of his own pocket and paying all the minor leaguers that aren't getting any money anymore. And uh, Doolittle organized a bunch of guys with the Nationals, so the major leaguers are all now paying the minor leaguers with the thoughts that, hey, we were all minor leaguers in this spot before. This money's important to them. So they're looking out for their future, the future baseball players, future major leaguers, which is positive. Uh, yeah, that's a couple of good eggs. Uh, that happened a couple of weeks ago, we reported. Uh, the center fielder for Texas, uh, Rangers, who was the ex center fielder for the Reds and the Indians. Who was that? Uh, Shin Suchu. Yeah, he did the same thing. He gave uh, everyone in the minor leagues $1,000. So yep. uh, it was nice to see. I uh, was happy to see that even though the Reds had, had made some cuts, they had still committed to paying them through September. Oh, really? Was, yeah. 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 The, wow. the cuts that they made were it would have made anyway at this time um, right for, for the most part everybody who would be in the organization would be getting paid through september 7th huh good for them good for them uh real quick um i know that some podcasts are doing a podcast blackout this week started by cult 45 and home video hustle uh those guys were some of the original ones uh we appreciate that we respect that and we definitely understand why you're doing that uh, I feel like on our end, we're doing uh, an episode this week because there's not many podcast episodes out this week for people because of it. But um, we feel like uh, it might be a good distraction for people that are, you know, need something in this crappy time. So just want to address that, that that's the reason why we're doing an episode this week. So um, and because Blake wasn't here, so you really don't get many opportunities when he's not here. We had to kind of do it. So. Um, but check out Home Video Hustle. They had a good episode this past week, and uh, so did uh, Colt uh, Forty Five. They were talking about it last week too, so, or this past their last episode, I think it was. So uh, take yeah. a look at those guys. So same thing. The uh, everything I learned from movies podcast. Those guys uh, did a lucky episode too. So okay. Um, so yeah. So we're hoping to entertain you. At least take the distractions off, so we won't talk much about what's going on in the real world and that aspect of it. So um, I, I'm just happy, Jim, that uh, the one thing is we, do ha- we did have a curfew at 8 p.m. And, Jim, did you make it in ta- inside in time? Uh, I haven't had to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you've been fine. I, I, I did not make Brian's, it. Brian's the one who had to work. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did not make it home uh, pre-curfew. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, oh, no. Did you get hassled by the Norwood police? Uh, I did not, actually, even though I was unaware that Norwood 
So it's yeah. six o'clock. Norwood announced that they were that we were having a curfew starting at eight. Yeah. So, oh, they gave you a two hour window <laughs> and expect yeah. people to be able to yeah. follow it. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, well, considering all of Cincinnati was under that same uh, thing, it, Norwood just kind of was just late in saying, "Yeah, we're following it too." They just forgot to send no, the but memo Norwood's out. Not in Cincinnati. So we're we're surrounded a city within by. a city. Yeah, it's surrounded it's by. Completely surrounded by Cincinnati, but uh, and, Norwood and Elm El Place both announced it too. Yeah, and our let me just tell you, our new mayor doing a bang up job. No, nope, no, nope, we get down the hall. We can't. We can't. We can't. Oh, you're. Oh, well, you don't have Cranley. Okay, no, you do have a different mayor. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a new mayor in Norwood, Sorry. newly elected, and already just a bang up fucking job, buddy. <laughs> this episode sponsored oh. by the city of Norwood. <laughs> oh, he. W- he was running against somebody who was really, really bad. No, I know. <laughs> so it's that choice between the uh, giant douche or the turd sandwich again. <laughs> yeah. The soup sandwich or the football bat. What do you do? <laughs> uh, so in spite of all that, let's do one good thing. We haven't done one good thing in a while. We have this on the outline this week. Jim, do you have one good thing this week? Uh, oh, let me think. Okay, I'll go back. Uh, oh. else. Yeah, come back to me. Jeff, do you got one good thing? Um, I'm going to say this weekend I started watching Avatar: The Last Airbender. The oh, thank show. God! Oh, thank God! You said the last of oh. the rest. <laughs> Cartoon is actually pretty entertaining. I have never really watched the cartoon before, and for the most part, I, I like it. It's definitely something I would have liked as a child. Um, it still has the the issues of pretty much all that all anime has that that gets me is just you know kind of the quick talking and weird uh, reactions with the terrible sound effects in the background. That type of stuff I'm not a big fan of, but for the most part, it's pretty enjoyable. So. What's it on? Uh, Netflix. Oh, okay. Okay. Is do you think you after watching the series, you're going to watch the M Night movie? Yes, I think oh, okay. I will probably try and watch that and see how <laughs> terrible it it is, or if people are just saying that because it wasn't the you know the cartoon. I don't know. Uh, I just want, it, it was it was not good. I watched both. <laughs> I, I I just want to let you know, Jeff. Uh, in the movie with M, M. Night's movie, um, they are actually in 1860, and uh, or I'm sorry, they're in present times, but they're present trapped. Time, but they think it's yes, yes. So, uh, and none of them can touch water. It's really odd. It's really odd. So just be careful with that on the last Airbender. None of them can touch water, and they have water benders in it. Yes, it's really a unique take he did. Uh, uh, Brian, any good things over there besides your mayor? Uh, <laughs> um, my one good thing I'd have to say for this week uh, is so I'm recently uh, back to work at Dana's and. Uh, I get to work with Jimmy on Saturday night and uh, 
we have uh, we have a lot of fun working together. So uh, it, that that was a lot of fun this week, and I'm looking forward to it. So that's Dana Gardens in Cincinnati, yes, Ohio. Uh, so if you're in town, go up there. You can see two of our Hobie podcasters up there, uh, especially on Saturday nights. And uh, if you say Roger says goodbye, do they get something free? No. <laughs> <laughs> we, that that's how we know to charge them double okay <laughs> <laughs> who do you think how do you think i pay for all the bourbon i have to drink on this thing man i have not mispronounced anything yet thank you very much yet 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 <laughs> uh my good thing is that my oldest son started back to baseball i was able to coach him again so i'm not going completely fucking insane uh yeah, sure so- it's a good it's a good it's, it's helped mentally so he played two games uh they lost both it was a little struggle because uh who knew that uh kids at that age at 10 years old would need to continue pitching for three months that you weren't there <laughs> that you didn't have practice it was a little bit of a struggle they looked really good in march and then we haven't been able to practice in three months so have the other team pitch uh, well, the one kid, they play six innings. The first game, uh, the kid threw five innings and was amazing because you have a pitch count. Uh, they can throw up to 60 pitches. And this kid was lights out. Um, and then the team they played last night uh, wasn't as good of pitching, um, but they just did not have, like, the ball has not bounced their way. Like, it just has not. And we just told them, you know, it's part of the game. Two months ago, two weeks ago, you didn't even think we were playing. So enjoy it. Have a good time. Who cares? So, um, but yeah, it's been a, of course, I, I will say I do appreciate my son because he's the uh, leadoff batter. And uh, this kid comes in in the last, di- or second, yeah, second last inning. And he's throwing like, he's throwing gas, but he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. And I tell my son, don't swing. Okay, don't swing until you get a strike because he hasn't hit anything in pre-warm-up. Okay, okay. First pitch, he swings. <laughs> <laughs> he grounded out. He, he, he got the run well, it was in. A strike. It was a strike. And uh, afterwards, he comes back, and I was like, did I just tell you not to swing until a strike? He's like, I know, but I really like that first pitch. I love those first pitches, Dad. <laughs> and I was like, You didn't run out on the field and knock him down and scream <laughs> at him because you didn't do it to him? Yes, I did well, exactly that. For you. <laughs> well, he does let his kid hit leadoff, so he's a good coach that way. Uh, I do not, I'm not in charge of the lineup. I'm not the manager. I'm not. <laughs> You're the business manager. I am but the business the manager. The reason. They do have the cages on the uh, the, uh, masks on the helmet, right? Uh, No, no. You don't. You don't have any. You don't have masks Uh, for the batting batting helmets, Jim. Yeah, yeah. No, they have the. um, Most of them have that piece that comes over their cheek. Okay. Yeah, they don't. It's still something you can grab onto and rattle the kid with it, though, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want my kid to hate the sport. (laughs) You can still pick up the base and throw it at him. It's like in football. When I played football, our coaches would always grab us by the helmet and hit uh, hit our helmets with their whistles. (laughs) Well, and Jeff, you can't hit throw the bases because they're uh, they're uh, nailed into the ground. Uh, you pull them out of the ground. You're really Lou Pinella did it. That, that's you really can do hard. it. That's really tough. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. You have to bend over to do it. So Jason couldn't <laughs> I'm out. do that. <laughs> I'm out. 
And then my daughter did start uh, tennis lessons tonight, so that was nice. She's, uh, she hasn't been able to do that for a while. She's six and really enjoys it, so it was kind of nice Probably to see Probably better them. than I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was schooling me the other day when we were practicing in the outside. I was like, I haven't played Is, since 20 years. Are you, are you ready to send her down to someplace like IMG Academy down in Clearwater, Florida or something? Uh, I don't think she has the competitive bone in her body to do that. <laughs> 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 we told her because she she didn't want to play soccer because there was too much running. And so we said, okay, do you realize that you still have to run in tennis? Yeah, but it's not as far. It's still running. <laughs> so um, Yeah, but it's not as far, and then you get to take rests in between every uh, point. So I see what she, her thought process is. She's only destroyed four rackets, so that's good. She's only, like, thrown oh, it good. at the peop- the ball boy four times, so that's good. So, okay. Jim knows the secret on how to beat me at tennis. Yes. Show you, up. You hit. No, you hit him. Well, that too. Uh, <laughs> you just hit the ball right at him. <laughs> <laughs> just aim at me. Uh huh. It's like I can't get around on the. Uh... <laughs> uh, Jim, do you have one good thing yet? Uh, the I I have a few good things. Okay, go it's, ahead. Uh, that like there is some sense of normalcy returning with the returning of baseball. Like you have, like we have softballs getting ready to start. Mm-hmm. Like the first, the first game was supposed to be last Friday. Uh, golf league starts up, started up uh, uh, this week oh. and bowling starts up next week. Um, unfortunately, softball was rained out. Uh, I didn't golf today cause I hurt my back and uh, we'll see about bowling on Monday. <laughs> 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 Y'all made the team. So I had except the, for you, Union. Yeah, so the gimp, so the, gimp uh, the gimp got to golf tonight for me. <laughs> That's funny. It's not funny, but it is funny. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. That's right. Um, I did. Uh, we started uh, Space Force. I'm through four episodes. I uh, couldn't uh, get through the first. I finished it last night. Uh, Jim, you've gone through four, so you go for well, Brian, you go first because you've gone through the whole season. Yeah. Uh, it was funny because I I under I understood what they were the the angle they were taking mm-hmm. about making fun of it. Yes, and how ridiculous it sounded and sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, still wasn't great. No. Jim, go ahead. Uh, If you are a supporter of our military and you don't don't have a sense of humor, do not watch this. (laughs) It's a good, good, that's good for sure. Uh Jeff, I'll go next because I got through one and a half episodes. (laughs) All right. And even my wife's like, ah, this is not good. And she's pretty liberal on like any type of shows and that. And she's like, this does not hold my interest. And I agree. It was I and maybe I need to watch a couple more, but I just that's what I would suggest. Just keep watching it and you'll like it'll start making a little bit more sense. And like the the writing will Mm -hmm. pick up and you'll 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 figure it out a little bit more like we watched it all pretty much over like two and a half, three days. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to watch. They said it's, yeah, it, it, it's easy. Did you get to the episode with Marcus, Jason? 
Uh, space, space Jim? No, no. Oh, okay. Watch, watch a little further because that was probably my favorite part, part so far. My, my one issue is that... <laughs> you said favorite fart. <laughs> uh, yep. My favorite, my issue is that I couldn't stand the Russian subplot. I thought that guy was annoying as fuck. Um, and uh, I thought that, that was dumb. I get the point. I get co- it, but it's not, uh, it, it's not as prevalent throughout the rest of the 10 episodes. Okay. Yeah. It just starts early. Yeah. And my other issue, uh, I thought it was, I thought they had a phenomenal cast. That cast is amazing. Uh, who they have oh, on yeah. the show. And I was very let down by it. Uh, Jeff, go ahead. You got one episode in. I didn't even finish it. Um, I barely chuckled and then I got distracted and then I didn't even know what was going on because I like got distracted by like my phone or something. So that's what the show did for me was give me some Facebook time. I, I did like the them trying to launch the one rocket and it blew up and they're like, how much was that? Four middle schools. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. It's like four million. No, four middle schools. Four middle schools. <laughs> four middle schools. I mean, I, I think the funny parts like you get like people's facial expressions in the background on comments that are made and, and, and they make, and the way they make fun of the uh, coast guard. Yes. Yeah. I did like that part. Good. I did like how they made fun of the coast guard. No, you're still at the bottom. You're still there. You're still there. <laughs> Um, yeah, I I definitely really enjoyed the uh, kind of the competitiveness that they had between uh, Steve Carell and uh, Noah Emmerich. Mm. Uh, he's the Air Force guy, and Carell's the space Space Force guy. Their little competition and you know their little back and forth throughout the whole ten is really funny. Uh, I was lost. I may have missed something. So just real minor spoilers here. So in the first episode. They'd jump ahead a year, and year. his wife is in jail. Mm-hmm. Did they announce why she was in jail in the first episode? No. Uh, uh, I mean, I, it, I'll spoil it and say that throughout the entire thing, they never say why she went to jail. Okay. Only that she's in jail for 40 years. Oh, God. Yeah. She got a 40-year sentence. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but I they think never I... mentioned the reason. <laughs> They never, they never get back, or they don't ever say why. Yeah, that's when I turned it off. I looked up from my phone, and she was in jail, and I'm like, I have no clue what's going on. I didn't even realize there was a year jump or anything. Yeah, so. like one year later. Yeah, yeah, you have to actually be watching the screen to notice that, though. Yeah, that that helps. Well, we were watching. I looked at my wife. I was like, Did we miss something? Like, <laughs> yeah, we did the same thing because. It was just kind of, it was just like rolled right into the scene and they're talking to each other in jail and we're like, wait, what? Yeah. And then never, never said why. Huh. Okay. So I'm hoping that they get a season two and they can kind of expound on it and do a little bit better with it. Corral's making two or three million an episode. So, uh, um, it is a lot. Um, yeah. Well, he's he's acting in it. He's writing it. He's he wrote it and he's producing it. So, and maybe and maybe it needs some foot. Maybe it needs gain footing like The Office did because it's a Greg Daniel show. So I'm hoping 
maybe, but I don't know if I want to even go back. I, I'll, I'll try it. I'll probably have it on in the background, but I, that was my biggest thing. I was quite disappointed with it. So my yeah. only, mm-hmm. my only, the only other downside to it that, from my standpoint, is I, I feel like Ben Schwartz continuously gets typecasted into Jean Ralphio characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's so much funnier than that. Yeah. And he's that's that's kind of like throughout this. That's what I just kept thinking. Like he's just a, a John Ralphio, but not as loud. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, but I think he's, he's an annoying douche in in the roles he gets cast in. Yeah, know? and he's but he's so much funnier than that. Uh, Has anyone watched any of the uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz uh, improv show on Face or on uh, Netflix? I have not. Not yet. yet. Okay. I whoa, looked whoa. at it, but I... I watched I one episode. It was pretty funny. What is it? Middle Ditch and Schwartz. I it's, have not. Uh, uh, ben Schwartz from, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Parks and Rec and all the blah, blah, blah. And uh, uh, what's Middle Ditch's first name? Tom? Tom. Tom Middle Ditch from, like, Silicon Valley and, huh. and whatnot. Um, my wife they and do, I uh, love improv shows. I mean, we still watch yeah, Whose Line Is It Anyways? I think you will enjoy it then. Good. If you love improv shows. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna it's like, like, I think there's just three episodes, uh, about an hour long each. So maybe uh, I think I should take some improv classes, like Michael Scott. You I should. I, I should. I really should. No gun. No more guns, Jason. <laughs> Give me all your guns. <laughs> uh, so the funny thing is that Cincinnati does have an improv thing because there is a uh, I was watching an improv uh, sketch comedy group from Salt, uh, Salt Lake City and uh, they they're pretty funny. And then they had like, hey, would you like to do improv in Cincinnati? And they had like a advertisement. So I clicked on it just yeah. because I'm curious. And they're like, you know, it's like two hundred dollars for like seven classes or six classes. And uh, they said, at the end, we would really appreciate that you bring in, you would uh, mention this and bring your friends and family. Everybody should bring 20 friends and family to this. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 we're not doing this. You're not a pyramid scam for improv. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think they meant bring twenty in to take the class. Didn't they? Don't you do a show? It yeah. is a show. They just want an audience. Fill the audience. But I kept thinking the whole time. Okay, if you get five people for improv and you get five people for improv, we're be, we'll an be improv making millions. Pyramid. We could we could make you movies. Just go ahead and get the maniac from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia for your uh, pyramid scheme. <laughs> uh. Uh, good old Roddy Piper. <laughs> I was thinking of the. I was thinking of the Office. Michael, this is a pyramid scam. It is not in the shape of a pyramid. Really? Oh, damn it! <laughs> what am I going to do with that truckload? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Anything else? Uh, I did a Star Girl review on Nerdly.co.uk uh, for all you inner fifteen-year-olds. Um, <laughs> it was on DC so? Network. It was enjoyable. Uh, I'm going to watch it with my daughter. It's a good family show. Uh, Luke Wilson's in it. I enjoyed it because the very first 10 minutes you had the Justice Society of America and the Injustice Society of America fighting. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm okay with a lot of superheroes in this. Um, so they kind of lean into it. Uh, Jim Solomon Grundy's in it. 
Oh, Solomon Grundy crushed car. He chases a car <laughs> to crush. Um, and Joel McHale was in it. So that's not bad. He's the original Starman. Uh, well, he's the first. Uh, he's the Starman in it before he dies in the first 10 minutes. Um, but uh, Spoiler! Sorry. Nerdly <laughs> asked me to do review, so I'm too, I got to get caught up. Uh, the two episodes. So, so you got your HBO Max now, huh? No. Stargirl's on CW now. Oh, it's on CW? Yeah, yeah it's on CW. Uh, oh, I thought that was going to be on the... It is. Uh, yeah. It is on DC's thing, but uh, streaming service. Yeah. But CW got that, uh, Swamp Thing, and something else that they're doing this year. Uh, they're, not do, do, they're not doing Doom Patrol. That's the one I wanted. it. Damn it. Um, but yeah, so Nerdly asked me to do it. So uh, I'll have the other two reviews out here in the next couple of days. But uh, it's a good family one. I mean, it's nothing fantastic, but it's enjoyable, especially when there's nothing else on. So, and this and this lead of the CW show didn't quit already, like Batwoman. Ugh, Ruby Rose. Damn you. Well, you got to wait till the end of the first year. True, true. That is true. And Amy Smart's in it. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> there's an Amy Smart sighting. I haven't seen her since Road Trip. That was a beautiful scene with her. So. <laughs> Uh, was she in uh, Just Friends? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a good movie. I think that's... With Ryan Reynolds. The, the, yeah. the fat suit was uh, kind of... Uh, it did that authentic. No, the fat <laughs> suit did not. Uh, yeah, they should have gotten a real fat guy to play Ryan Reynolds uh, as a teenager. Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a teenager. <laughs> uh, you could do makeup in it. Josh Gad. Jonah Hill. He probably would have been the right age at that time. Yeah. See? Yeah, I will. I've been watching uh, some of the uh, Josh Gads doing the uh, uh, Reunited uh, Apart mm-hmm. series where they're bringing famous movie uh, casts together for a thing. Uh, like yesterday, they released Lord of the Rings. That was pretty cool. They got, like, tons of people on. It's like they kept adding more and more people. I'm like, damn. Anybody play? Was it's, there a walking tree on it? Uh, the guy who did the voice of the walking tree was on it. Oh, so, yeah. Good. Who knew Ents right, could zoom? He does, a lot of, he does a lot of voices and plays a character on it. <laughs> he plays one of the Fellowship of the Ring also. But. Uh, Brian, did you want to talk about the Ents that we play that we fought against in Dungeons & Dragons this week? No, it's not it's not fair for us to talk about it with Blake not being here. That's true. That is true. But you didn't fight against it. You walked in. And it was empty. There weren't even Ents there. No, there were Ents there. I lit a match and we beat them like that was it. It was it was pretty impressive. So uh, we did have a poll this week. What is the worst video game movie? You can follow us on at Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter. We had Doom with The Rock. Alone in the Dark, uh, Mortal Kombat, Ray Brian to drink, Annihilation. <laughs> you can't say the word Annihilation? Annihilation? I think you're just trying now. <laughs> you're just trying to say No, I really wrong. can't say it. Annihilation. Annihilation. Annihilation? Annihil? Annihilation. Annihilation. Okay. 
Anal Nation. There you go. Anal Nation. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Anal Nation. <laughs> Which was the name of the Next porn got parody. got a title for the show. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> Finish on her. <laughs> oh, it really brings up the, man, the half man, half horse thing. Uh, and House of the Dead, Jeff's favorite video game movie with Clint Howard in it. Uh, that was great. So, in last place, Doom with The Rock. Uh, let's see here. In uh, well, time for, I guess, second slash third is Alone in the Dark and House of the Dead, with, meaning Mortal Kombat Anal Nation won with 33% of the vote. Uh, we had a 61 people I, vote on this one in a couple days. I don't know if it's because the Huey uh, Bowl split the vote between the two movies that his you put on the list. Yeah. Or do these people just not realize how bad Huey Bull movies are? I do apologize. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jim. I think, I think it's sad. I think they don't realize how bad Alone in the Dark and House of the Dead were. I, it, there's no real redeeming qualities in either of those two movies. Uh, Clint Howard. He was the redeeming quality in uh, House of the Dead. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, why do you want to live forever? Or why do you want to be immortal? So I can live forever. No, no, no. I didn't say define <laughs> what it. I said why. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest line in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I do apologize. A lot of people called us out. They asked for Super Mario Brothers, the movie. And yeah. that probably was a better one to put on there. So oh, I figured you because you knew that would run away with it, that. I actually completely forgot about that movie. Yeah. Thank God. I think House of the Dead is still worse. You think? I voted for Alone yeah. in the Dark. I knew you were voting for Alone in the Dark, so I voted for House of the Dead three times. <laughs> <laughs> House of the Dead at least is a campy horror movie. It's not good. It's awful. But There's no plot. <laughs> the, the plot is a cutscene to a pirate ship that has nothing to do with anything. Oh, shit. Is that the one that they had, like, the video game things, like the gun shooting? Yes. Oh, the video God. game pop up uh, for their uh, uh, zombie killer. Yeah. yeah. Whenever they're changing scenes, uh, the uh-huh. shot of the yes. 32-bit video game. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> God. Okay, maybe I changed my vote. <laughs> if I could vote, that was that was the one where they were stuck on the small little island, and it was pouring rain on the boat in the harbor, but it wasn't anywhere close to storming. Uh, in, in the woods, that yeah. was like within a mile of the. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, they get to the island and they're dry. Ah, <laughs> uh, God, I forgot about that one. I did think about it in the name of the king. Uh, just because Ray Liotta was amazing in that. Uh, uh, um, I just, I would love to have seen Huey Bull's direction to get people to act that bad. What type of direction is he giving? You know what? Okay, here. Here's what we're going to do. Just to make Huey Bull happy, I'll tag him this week. The best Huey, the best Huey Bull movie is our Twitter poll of the week. Ooh. And you know what they are? Alone in Blood the Dark. Rain. Alone in the Dark, In the Name of the King, uh, uh, House of the Dead. Uh, Blood Rain. Blood Blood Rain Rain 2. Yep, yep. Or what was the, he also did the uh, spoof version of of 
uh, I think it was the spoof version of Blood Rain where it was like the overweight actress vampire. Ugh. He like kind of did that. Like all the sets were there, so after they did one of them, I think they went and then did the next one as a parody. Ugh. God, that fucker. God, that fucker. Ugh. Um, we well, do want to find Hey, what? for all the. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, German uh, arts. Uh, German uh, art is in parentheses. Arts is in parentheses on that one. <laughs> Yui Bull. Uh, we do want to send uh, good thoughts and karma out to one of our favorite listeners, Brian Auer. Uh He's had a rough couple weeks, so uh, we want to send uh, some good karma over to him. So good karma. Good karma. Yep. We love you, Brian. Yes. Brian is always good with the uh, listener feedback, so uh, we appreciate it. So, um, Jim, do you want to do uh, listener feedback over there since Blake's not here? To do the bomb listener feedback uh, brought to you by MLB because we should be able to agree to have a season, but we're all bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Players union and the owners, they all suck. I I can't support either group, but the weather's acting now. So (laughs) Uh, we'll start. Well, it just to interrupt. Uh, Blubberella is the name of the Yui Bowl movie about the uh, the fat uh, vampire lady. Are you fucking kidding me? No, Blubberella. Oh, fuck him! And apparently, he also did a movie called Auschwitz. Mm, I'm, what not about? Sh- I'm not sure I want to see a Yui Bowl <laughs> take on Auschwitz. It's a coming of age story about a young girl going from uh, Milan to Minsk. That's all it is. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> That's all we. <laughs> Ugh. And Ugh. fuck him. God, fuck him. God, I hate him. He's almost <laughs> as bad as that Theo kid. Fuck him. <laughs> God. So from now on, he's Theo Bull. Fucking Theo. <laughs> Anyways, what what we got here, uh, Jim? We got uh, from the one guy known as Doug. Number, he's known as. Number one fan. A pants. Can't, can't give yourself. Can't give yourself a nickname. Dad? Ah. Okay. okay. He, he asked. Is he still in Gallenberg? He is back. He is back. Mm. Good. Okay. He asked, who were your winners and looter- losers in the NFL and WNBA drafts? Well, obviously, <laughs> the winner- winners and looters. <laughs> I, I almost said looters. <laughs> Sorry, I've been reading a lot of other news stories this week. Blake Griffin got a new TV this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry. The, the winners of the a- NFL draft, of course, were the Cincinnati Bengals picking up Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And, and the winners of the uh, WNBA draft were the New York Liberty who were able to pick up Sabrina Ionescu. Okay. Did she – where'd she play? What's that? Where did she play for? She played at, she played at Oregon, oh. and she set uh, all type of record, college records. And, uh, like, she led the NCAA in point rebounding assists all this year. So – Was it a <laughs> – was it fixed like the New York Knicks getting Patrick Ewing? Uh, no, 
I nope. don't think so. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Was it fit? Was it fixed like the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers getting LeBron James and Kyrie Irving? <laughs> allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, well, when they got Kyrie Irving, weren't they? Didn't they have like the worst record? So they were probably favored to get the number one pick. Unlike when they got LeBron. That was all fine. LeBron was not on purpose. It's not like he played near Cleveland or from there. It's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm trying to think what sports writer, when they're talking about the best of all time in basketball, uh, they said it can't be LeBron James because he never built a team around him to be good. He never carried it. He had to go to Miami to win and, and he, I'm like what are you talking about those teams he played with in Cleveland were horrible without him <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and, and he won in Cleveland yes he won one with Cleveland he made guys, he makes guys like Matthew Della Vadova look great <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Della blah 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 Della Vadova blah 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 did she, went, did she sing the Frozen song is that who it is yeah <laughs> and shout out to J.R. Smith for running down and beating the crap out of the guy who decided that during the looting and rioting they were going to damage his truck. <laughs> he was on Pat McAfee's uh, podcast the next day <laughs> after that. Yeah, J.R. Smith beat oh, the shit yeah. out of <laughs> <laughs> And I have no sympathy for the guy who got wailed on. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, this is not here or there. I don't really, I, I don't want to get into a big political thing, but on TV, I've watched and on Twitter, they've had the greatest things that people have looted. Uh, <laughs> real quick, uh, vacuum cleaners. One, uh, one got one in a box and one got the display model. That was awesome. Uh, a cat tower, like a little tower for your cats. Uh, he ran I out of a pet shop. <laughs> down the streets with that one. They, they looted pet marks, and the, the reporter was there talking, and they threw one of the tennis balls at him, and he got his head, and he caught yes. it. And the one like, they're like, wait, is that a cinder block? I'm like, no, that's a cat tower. <laughs> uh, Target, this was my favorite. There was two dads, obviously dads, running with boxes of their, like, big doll girl stuff. Like, not the American girl, but, like, their version of it. And uh, mm-hmm. they're like, these guys, you know that their wives are like, go to the store, get your daughter some stuff. <laughs> and they're running out with the big girl stuff, so that was funny. And then and in Oakland, they got a bulldozer. That was kind of fun. Bulldozer? Uh, yeah, they were going down the street with the bulldozer. Because <laughs> most John Deere... Um, Tractors and most heavy equipment and machinery equipment, they use all the same keys. There's not individual ah. keys to it. So um, you can basically just take a common one and go put it in. But they were going down the street with a bulldozer. And I kept thinking, I'm like, you're not going to be able to sell that on the black market, right? Like, you're not going to be able to sell that on the, on the market, right? <laughs> I don't think the intention was to take it and <laughs> use it for, Sorry. you know, putting a pool in their backyard or something. <laughs> That would be funny. <laughs> hey, I got to get a pool in my backyard. Get the bulldozer. <laughs> the problem like... is they, they wouldn't get in trouble for the bulldozer. They'd get in trouble for digging without permits. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you said it was in California. <laughs> I did like the one I saw where the person had a cheesecake. Yeah. And at first you just thought it's someone walking down the street carrying a cheesecake. And they're like, and the cheesecake factory was also looted. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it just is those little moments that you're like, oh, that's kind of humorous. Like, good for that. You know, just to see the funny things that are out there. The, 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 um, the, uh, the display model of the vacuum was funny. Like, <laughs> damn it, my vacuum broke. Let's go get one. <laughs> I need a Hoover. Let's go. So or, uh, I what I was amused at was they were down in Atlanta and they were like looting buildings and throwing glass to bricks through glass. And they got to the Waffle House. Yes. And people getting ready to. And a couple of the guys yell out like, no, no, not the Waffle House. And they <laughs> pass by it. <laughs> a couple of people like, no, not Waffle House. No, no, we need to come here. And so they let Waffle House go. Uh I'll, I'll do one. I'll do one better, Jim. Uh, in L.A., the gangs, like the Cribs and the Bloods, were protecting minority-owned businesses from being looted. And then the best part is you had the gangs saying, "No, no, no, you're not doing this. Keep moving." And <laughs> the cops are standing there, just staring at them, like, "What the fuck do we do?" Because on Twitter, they're like, "Yeah, we're these, you know, whatever gang they were, like, like they were flashing their signs," and the cops were like. Do we arrest them or do we just let them go because they're doing a good job? <laughs> so they just let yeah. them go. <laughs> you give the thumbs up and you move on. <laughs> yes. So that's your moments of, uh, you know, humor in this. So keep going, Jim. What do we got from Nisi? Nisi, this is kind of a correction, I guess. <laughs> Nisi, regarding my story last week, I absolutely positively was not married before 18. I was living in Florida. Not Kentucky, thank you. I ended working for an insurance company filing claims. I was literally, uh, I was, I literally was filing paperwork into filing cabinets by policy number. I think that is what made Indiana look great. <laughs> Death or not, I wanted to zip line to the top of Space Mountain so bad. <sighs> insurance, Jesus, who would do that? Sounds boring. <laughs> no comment. I don't know. Just putting policy numbers and files, policies and files by numbers sound like a fun way to spend a work day. No, it isn't. <laughs> it well, so, it sounds more enjoyable than talking talk. to customers. <laughs> <sighs> I, I, Jeff, I'm not sure how we are related in that aspect. <laughs> I go crazy if I don't get to be around people. <laughs> While you actually flourish not talking to anybody. <laughs> this is why Jeff and I get along. my tasks to do. I can do those. You have people interrupt me, and I'm angry and pissed. I've enjoyed the work from home the last couple of months because nobody has bothered me. It's great. I mean, I get messages from my employees once in a while, but it's great. Like, hey, nobody's stopping by my desk. Awesome. Have a good day. I'm good with that. So what else we got? We got from Dev. (sighs) How will we know when the vape nation and craft beer scene is officially over? My vote is for the invention of an IPA hard seltzer flavored vape juice. (laughs) I can get behind uh, that. I think as soon as... 
because I don't I don't need to smoke that or nail that at all. So I think as soon as that hits the market, then we know that we've reached the limit and the wall go away. That's a saturation point. <laughs> or, or when I start enjoying it, that's when it will go away. I think once skinny jeans go off the market completely, then we'll know it's officially over. How are they still on the market? Skinny jeans. Oh, okay. <laughs> For guys? Do you think the IPA vape juice would be flavored like... Pumpkin spice? Do you think it'll be like a pumpkin spice? What? what oh, definitely. Okay. At least during the fall, it will be. Okay, I was just yeah, checking. It'd, be, I, it, it'd just be grass flavored. Yeah, <laughs> just grass. <laughs> yeah, tree flavored. Tree flavored. Mmm, very barky. <laughs> hey, somebody's here. Oh, they're in the Bob Studios. Hey, how's it going? Come on in. Uh, no one's allowed in the Bob Studios. <laughs> I know. Uh, what else we got? Next, we have from uh, mine and Brian's employer from Dana Gardens. Oh, okay. If you had a, if you had a pet monkey and it was being bad, would you spank your monkey that night, or do you prefer to spank the monkey in the morning? Hmm. I think I think he's taking over for uh, uh, Nick. And sending this question to Jeff. <laughs> to me, I expect the monkey at work. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I bring it to Dana's and do it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. That's it. There we go. I'm back. Okay, Jason has a stupid hat on now. Culturally appropriating uh, somebody else's uh, stuff. Heritage. Uh, <laughs> so we'll move on and go to uh, from the salty language pod. Kevin James is the new James Bond. Name the movie. Bonus points if you can also name the Bond girl in the movie. But we know the Bond girl is going to be played by Leah Remini. Ugh. That movie's already been made. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's called The Memoirs of an International Assassin. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. what was the name of the Bond girl then? Uh, I don't remember her name, but science last name ology. If it's Leah no. Remini, no? no, that's terrible. Well, you know what, Jeff? I tried. I better than you not making an option over here. What's your fucking option? Come on. Come I on. think it better be something like Sienatology. See, there you go. Thanks, Jim. It would have been better, yes. You know what? At least Jim's being constructive and helping. You know, he's just like, that's horrible. At least he's given options, Jeff. Hey, you didn't even give me a chance to get an option. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, no, no. It's okay. It's just like what Jason does on his podcast. He brings up topics and doesn't give people a chance to to talk about them. Oh, shut up, Jim. (laughs) Oh, wait. Wait, you moved on before we even had a chance to say if we watched anything other than Space Force this week. Jim, what did you watch this week? I'm not saying because it didn't matter to you then. No, what what did you what did you watch? Uh, I watched SLC Punk again, which is a fantastic movie. It's Matthew Lillard at his best. Oh, he's in that. Yes, I think Matthew Lillard at his best is Summer Catch. <laughs> SLC <laughs> Punk is better than Summer Catch, but. <laughs> What the fuck is that movie you're talking about? What is that? 
SLC Punk. Mm-hmm. It's Salt an independent punk. Salt Lake City Punk. It's an independent. He's a punk, like a punk kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, skater punk. Skater punk. Uh, and how he, his family moved from New York to Salt Lake City and him dealing with that. Graduating, like, he graduates high school, turns 18, and the first thing he does is tells his parents to fuck off. <laughs> In, in a pretty good little uh, speech he gives. But uh, it also has, like, uh, uh, from How Much Your Mother, um, Marshall. Uh, okay. Jason Siegel. Uh, Jason Siegel's also in it. So, I mean, it, uh, it's, it's an older film, but I recommend if you haven't seen it, go, go pick it up and watch it. <laughs> Anything else, Jim? I don't want to interrupt. Go ahead. Well. Well, everyone knows and loves Matthew Lillard because he's one of the uh, Hollywood D&D players. Is he? Yeah, yeah he's, he actually created a company that sells, uh, like, clothing and other uh, uh, accessories to play uh, uh, D&D. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember what the name of Bartleby and something. I'm looking that up. Anything else, Jim? Anything else you watch? I don't want to interrupt. You tell me. Well, it's kind of like last week when you brought up a topic and you just skipped over me when you asked everybody else. <laughs> I know. I felt bad. Well, not really, but, <laughs> you know, I did real- I didn't I wonder- realize it. And I, think, and I think to myself, why do I do any prep for the show when you don't even ask me most of the time? <laughs> You know what, Jim? At least you're constructive criticism. I appreciate that, Jim. I appreciate that about you. I'm glad you're 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 willing to listen to, to my opinion and uh, and make changes. That's how we learn. That's how we learn. That's how we learn. Uh, uh, stop and stop with your backgrounds, Jason. Just no, stop. I did this because you know what? Fuck you. This is what we're doing. I'm keeping Carol up there. Carol Baskins is in my background. Because she took over well, Joe Exotic. She, yeah, since she now owns the uh, property. <laughs> that Joe Exotic used to? Yes. God. It consists of like 16 acres of shitty land <laughs> that has maybe like four or five sh- like uh, spider-ridden uh, shacks <laughs> and some old cars that probably don't run. <laughs> I'm, a, I, I'm in the... Good job, Carol. <laughs> I'm in the process of selling uh, my Tiger Sewer that I bought with the stimulus package. So. Now you're selling them? Well, yeah. What else are you going to do? After six weeks, they're not cute anymore. They can kill people. I didn't know they, they grew up. I just thought they were like, you know, the teacup pigs. I thought they were like teacup pit tigers. <laughs> teacup tigers. Nice. <laughs> I thought that's what oh, they yeah. did. Sorry, Matthew Lillard's company is Beetle and Grimm's. B-E-A-D-L-E. Beetle and Grimm's. Okay. <laughs> Is he at the expo this uh, this September eleventh through thirteenth? Uh, I don't see him as uh, been uh, confirmed. So uh, just to let you know, September eleventh through thirteenth, Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio, the Highlanders, the Highlander of Comic Expos, because there is only one that's going on in this country this year. As of now, still on, and they're still expected to be on. So be ready, September eleventh through thirteenth. So there can be only one. That's right. Uh, Brian, since I interrupted, you know, I don't want I don't want to offend anyone. Did you see anything that we did not get a chance to talk about? Or are you good? 
Um, no, we okay. uh, we just we we caught the second episode of Snowpiercer. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, is it any good? Uh, yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. Um, trying to think. I don't think we really watched much else. Just I'm rewatching The West Wing still. So okay. I would ask Jeff, but fuck him. He's not create. He's not uh, nice enough. So actually, I I stand corrected. I oh. did watch the uh, the documentary about Jeffrey Epstein, the oh. filthy and rich. Yeah. Uh, with How did he kill himself? Yeah, with everything uh, that was going on, I decided to be a glutton of punishment <laughs> to myself and uh, watch that and all of it in one day. Oh. And uh, man, fuck that guy! I, oh, he's I, about as terrible as a human being that ever lived. You know, God. Yep. I I hope that I hope that that guy suffered to every second till he died. Fuck him, man. I I was the same thing. I, I didn't watch it yet. I'm going to, but. After everything's going on in the world, I was like, I can't do any more depressing stuff. I can't. I can't do it today. Um, but I do want to see it. But, oh, God, it's yeah, awful. Just, man, like he, and I don't know. I mean, the whole, like, conspiracy behind if he actually killed himself or not, I don't know. But when when he knowingly transferred or he wrote out his will, like the day, not even like a week before he did it. And he transferred everything to his brother, knowing that nobody could do anything. Nobody could sue his brother to get any money out of him since he was going to jail. Mm -hmm. He knew what he was doing. And in the end he transferred when he transferred all of his possessions and, uh, all that stuff over, it was like $600 million. Oh Lord of property and assets and stocks and all that shit. So can we loot his house? I wouldn't condone that. I'm just saying, could we put his yeah. address out there? Could we do it? I'm okay with that. Fuck that. I mean, yeah, I just, Ooh. well, thanks Brian for depressing us yeah. more. Thanks. 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 Jeff. Okay. You... Well, let's change up. Yeah. We can change this up to get away from the depressing stuff if you want to. Yeah, let's we go. Let's question. go to the next. We have a question from Professor Number One and Doctor Number One. The greatest greatest hits radio listed the happiest songs of all time, which are number five, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Oh, number four, Dancing Queen by ABBA. Number three, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Number two, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. And number one, Mr. Blue Sky by Electric Light Orchestra. I can agree with number one. Do you have any songs that you would place in the top five? Shiny Happy People by R.E.M. That's a horrible song, but... But it's a happy song. It's in the title! Uh, Mine would be be Delamitri's Roll to Me. Because as soon as it comes on, it just makes you want to smile and just kind of (laughs) dance. I don't think I'm familiar with Roll to Me. I would probably do um, mm-hmm. All I Want for Christmas is You. Shut up. Oh, <laughs> shot and fired. 
and we're supposed to make this happy. We're supposed to raise the spirits of people. Thanks, Jason. Sorry, my bad. My yeah, bad. That was rude. Very Sorry. rude. My bad. I blame Carol. Jason's a dick. <laughs> but happy by what's his name? Uh, uh, Pharrell. Pharrell, thank you. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's the title. I, I, what I mean, do you do it as happy or like songs that just make you feel great? Like when you listen to them, cause I'm happy. I mean, come on. I mean, how can you not be happy? That's kind of annoys me. I mean, I, I hate to sound, you know, well, I don't really care. I have no musical taste. Anyways, so, all the single so ladies is actually a fun song. It makes me happy when it comes on. It really does. <laughs> uh, living on a prayer is a great one. Brian, you got anything? Uh, I would put uh, not a Sunshine song. by Jonathan Edwards. I would put that on the list. Okay. It's a pretty good one. Which one would you kick off then? Uh, probably either Living on a Prayer or Staying Alive. Yeah, Staying Alive kind of annoys the hell out of me. It really but, does. I mean, I, I can at least out it would make you happy, though. I mean, Living on a Prayer is a song about losing a people job. who are people who are struggling to survive in this crappy world we live in i don't understand why it's a happy song maybe sweet caroline i could put sweet caroline on there that's a that's a pretty happy song i mean it makes you happy i think that's what it is it doesn't have to be a happy song i think if it makes you happy jeff is the thing i'm going uh i don't know so, it says it's these are the happiest songs of all time so cheryl crows if it makes you happy that would be uh, on there then. you happy. What about the Happy Days theme song? Oh, there you go. Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Tuesday, Wednesday. Happy Days. Happy Days. Uh, that's a great response, Brian. <laughs> Thank you. And and that question. I'm Thank just you. looking through my uh, I uh, my songs I download on my iPhone. Barbie Girl. How about Barbie Girl? No. I'm a Barbie girl. Who are you trying to torture by downloading that song? Oh, my kids love that song. They love it. But it's not a real positive song. Not at all. No. (laughs) Kiss Me Deadly by Lita Ford. I like that one. I don't think I would put that in the list of happy songs. Can't Stop the Feeling, the Justin Timberlake song from Trolls. Nope. Terrible song. Hate it. Drives me crazy. I want to kill when I hear it. Okay, sorry. My How bad. about meatloaf? I would do anything for love, but I won't do that, Jason. Nah, that's not even my favorite song. Well, you know what? No, I do like that song, but not, it's not his best one. Uh, how about Kiss Me, I'm Shitfaced by the Dropkick Murphys? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds happy. Uh, how about how about uh, Andrew WK's Party Mix? Any of oh, those there songs? you go. How about yeah. how about Jock Jams Seven? How about one no, no, Spice eight, Girls? Maybe four, but not seven. You know what, Jim? You got a good point. Whoop! There it is on four, not seven. Good call. Good call. <laughs> Whichever one doesn't have Gary Glitter on it. <laughs> He's not old <laughs> Damn it! Uh, how about Magic Carpet Ride? That's a fun song. That's a happy song. Is it? Friday Is I'm it? in love. How about Friday I'm in love? That, that's a Blake song. I know, I know, I know. I'm just looking here. You know what, Jeff? Higher uh, by Creed. Oh, there you go. How about the, just the entire Creed uh, library? 
your library. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, one's good. <laughs> oh man, we offended Brian by talking Creed. <laughs> After all this time, that's what it is. Uh, how about "Life's a Happy Song" by the, in the Muppets movie, the new Muppets? It's got, it's got happy in it, so it can't be bad. Uh, Machine Rainbow Connection. <laughs> Rainbow Connection. That's a happy song. Uh, Machine Head. It's about a blowjob. That's happy. Uh, Better Together by Jack Johnson. You know what? That's not bad. Uh, I like that one. Uh, you know, I like of all these, like staying alive. Happy together, I would, the turtles. Uh, staying alive, I would be kicked out right away. I'm not a big fan of that one at all. Uh, Dancing Queen, eh. nope. sure. Yeah. Or, are there any songs by Rammstein or uh, <laughs> uh, Rage Against the Machine that we would put on this list? <laughs> do, do us, do us, men. How about uh, Fuck Me Like an Animal? <laughs> no? <laughs> Could that work? Some Nine Inch Nails? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? Another good one that I would really think about. You can't hurry love. I like that one. Which version? Uh, the uh, Supremes. Okay. I thought you'd take Phil Collins. No, I like yeah. the Phil Collins one enough, but the Supremes is better. That's the one I have on my phone is the uh, Supremes version. So. <laughs> no, actually turtles happy together. That, 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 that happy together. Oh my you God. and me and me and you. Da, 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 ba, 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 ba. I don't know the words, but we're happy together. I really want you to sing all the time is Invisible by Clay Aiken. Oh, that's creepy stalkery. It is, it is a favorite. <laughs> Uh, what else? Phone number from WPUD. <laughs> WPUD <Pud> radio. <laughs> uh, uh, information hangs up on you if you ask that question. <laughs> if you call information enough, asking for the phone number to that radio station, they hang up on you and Time never out. take your calls again. Brian, yes. could you explain what the uh, calling information is for everyone under thirty that's listening? <laughs> Uh, there's, there was a number that you could call and ask for information about something that you needed information about and they would give it to you. It's like, like phone numbers, addresses. Phone numbers, yeah. It's like the phone version of Google back in the day. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, apparently it was 411 at some point, but I'm too old to know when it was 411. <laughs> Uh, there was a uh, Seinfeld episode I was watching. It's the one where uh, Kramer gets the movie phone number like close to it, and people yeah. are calling yeah. him for movie phone, phone line numbers. And I'm like, are people younger than me looking at this going, what the hell is this? You would call for times on movies? Time. You, you would either looking for this movie, press one. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you tell me the movie you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, what else we got, Jim? Last, we have a COVID or question. Oh. Would we rather have COVID-19 continue on, or would we rather have the two-party political system in the U.S.? This is from the dead man. take COVID any day of the week over our current two-party political system. 
I'm I'm up for the COVID uh, in, instead of the two party system. So you I think keep- the two party system probably caused more deaths than COVID. <laughs> uh, Brian. I would like I would like everybody in the two party political system to get COVID. Ooh. <laughs> Both parties. Yes. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with COVID. Final answer. So, just like they say on uh, American Idol, you're going to Hollywood COVID because you're moving on. That's four votes. That's four votes for COVID. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, we're keeping COVID, but getting rid of the two party political system. Sounds great. I like it. I like it. Uh, unfortunately the alternative was the one party system. So now we're really fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Or how about more than two parties? That would be really nice. Uh, Jeff, can you give me an intro to the news of the geek? It's time for another episode of the news of the geek. Per comicbookmovie.com. Episode. Yeah, I said episode, not installment. <laughs> I realized that as I was saying the word, but I was ignoring it. I wasn't. <laughs> Rumors have come out that Henry Cavell, mm, that's man meat, is in talks with Warner Brothers to return to the DC Extended Universe as Superman. Rather than a Man of Steel sequel, oh darn, plans are reportedly in place for the actor to make a cameo appearance or play a supporting role in the upcoming DC Comics movies. And speculation is already running rampant. Speculation. Uh, Speculation. The prevailing theory right now is that the British actor could show up in Black Adam or Shazam 2 to set the stage for some sort of epic battle between the trio. Uh, Comicbook.com has shared their own report uh, stating that he could be uh, operating in a similar capacity to Marvel's uh, Agent Fury, uh, basically appearing in films for a supporting role or even smaller cameos. So it has not been fully I, decided, but Warner Brothers and DC Comics are still figuring out what the character, what best fits the character in the upcoming films. I have no problem with if they need to put in Superman in a movie, getting Henry Cavill because he was good in the part. I agree. I'm just concerned over, are they just trying to put him in a movie because they have him? I mean, does he really need to be in the Shazam movie, especially? And and they didn't even use him in the first Shazam movie when they had Superman in it. They were going to, to, but he couldn't make it for the film. That was when they had all the the filming. uh, I know. uh, I, I, Jeff, I know you're a big fan of him. I think you should actually Marvel showcast Henry Cavill as Sentry. I think that would be awesome in movies. That would be cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's Sentry. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that was a dumb character. And no. Hey, hey Jeff. Maybe, Marvel, I think Marvel should cast him as Superman in their films. Oh, <laughs> but I have like a, it. Have a space between Super and Man. That way it's not <laughs> trademarked. Or uh, he could be the super duper man. Ooh. <laughs> if they did put super S U P R E, the supreme man. Ooh. Supreme. Nope, you can't do supreme, Jeff, because that's another one. That's uh, another independent comic book uh, that had it supreme. But was he supreme man? It wasn't supreme man. I still like the <laughs> idea that you know uh, Captain America goes, "Wow, that you? Who are you? I'm super." 
man. Just do that. That's all you have to do. I think that would work. His uh, name is Super, and he says man a lot. <laughs> man! <laughs> DeLorean. Is that a Joe Pesci movie, The Super? Oh, that's an old one. Uh, Jeff just... Yeah. Um, uh, the, the one good thing I'll say about Joe Pesci is he's not Nicolas Cage. Whoa. Oh, that's Keanu. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, you know, Brian, uh, I went all last week without an impression. I wasn't going to bring it up because I didn't want to jinx us going uh, two weeks in a row, but... I, you know what? I, I, I don't feel like any impressions tonight. The world is pretty shitty. I, I don't know if I really want to. Well, you already to. just screwed one up about a no, minute no, ago. No, 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 no. I mean, some people just want to watch a little bud. I mean, I don't understand it. Okay, I don't stop it. it. Move on from today. You've been craving a classic candy known as Necco Wafers. Move on. <laughs> Dude. Okay, one, Necco Wafers isn't candy. It's chalk. And two, if you're craving chalk... You probably need to see a therapist. Uh, Necco wafers haven't been around for two years. And this weekend exclusive because everybody was batting down the doors to get this exclusive interview uh, with today. Kirk Vashaw. Uh, today food. Not today. <laughs> today food. <laughs> today food. My bad. Kirk Vashaw, the chairman and CEO of Spangler Candy, revealed that fresh rolls. Ugh, is it really fresh rolls? A Necco wafers are set to hit store shelves in just a few days. The candy. Well, you know what it was? They had to wait two years before the the rolls <laughs> got to the proper uh, consistency and taste. You know what I think it really is? They had to do something with all the chalk from school being canceled from COVID. Uh, I'm not saying. I just think it's another kick in the teeth from 2020. That's Here. what I was going to say. Here's Every COVID. month we get Here's this stuff, you know. Here's well, now you get Here's... So what you're saying, uh, guys, is like we talked about last week that we keep going to an alternate timeline because people are keep trying to stop what's coming. So people went back to stop the pro t- the riots, and now they made Necco wafers come back. Son of a bitch. So now we're going to go in the past and stop Necco wafers and get dragons. That's what we're getting next, people. That is what we're getting. Uh, so Necco wafers, uh, I don't even know. Uh, Necco wafers, uh, let's see here. It's for the New England Confectionery Company in 1847. Necco. Yep. Our long-lasting, old-fashioned treat that's been around for a very long time. Uh, the new ones are still going to have the wax paper rolled, uh, wrapped roll of the disc-shaped candies uh, of le- uh, flavors of lemon, lime, orange, Clove, cinnamon, wintergreen, licorice, and chocolate. Fuck. How <laughs> terrible. <laughs> uh, I, I love I the line earlier in the article. Say, We've always admired the brand and how it's woven to the fabric of our culture. <laughs> it's just... neat to be eating a candy that was carried by the Civil War soldiers and taken on the Arctic and Antarctic expeditions and issued to GIs in World War II as a morale booster. It was must have been issued to, to the uh, Nazis. It was a ruin morale. We're dropping the southern soldiers on the Nazis. Uh, you know, and it's, and it's actually the same rolls of candy. 
because they made one big batch in 1847, and the same batch was eaten by Civil War soldiers, people on the Antarctic and Antarctic jihads, and people today. The uh, the next paragraph in this uh, is I definitely nothing that I look for in a candy. The candies have proved both durable and versatile. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really, I really only want my candy to be able to do one thing, and that's taste good. Taste good. They won't melt, and they travel well. <laughs> they travel well. Yeah. I need to make sure my candy bar uh, that I buy out of the vending machine travels well. Uh, I'll get to this part too, Brian, for you. But uh, Jim, I heard rumors, and you're a history guy. Did uh, soldiers in the uh, Civil War, like when they're getting uh, things amputated, they bit down on these Necco wafers, right? Is that what they did? And they, well, they did that. It was also the Revolutionary War, and they broke their teeth. Oh, is that why? <laughs> is that why George had uh, wooden teeth? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they gave them when they when instead of uh, penicillin, they just gave them some Necco wafers. Here, this will clear this right off. <laughs> oh, he, do I eat this or do I put it on it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, really, the saying shouldn't be bite the bullet. It should be bite the Necco. <laughs> Title for the show. <laughs> uh, I heard rumors, and I can't confirm this, but Worsley had some Necco wafers with him when he was in Antarctica. That was the rumor. Yeah, they were the ones left down on the first exhibition <laughs> or expedition. He saw he picked, it. He, he dug them up. Uh, anyway, but, but I love the company. I love the company who bought Necco because what they're really known for the great candy that bought by Spangler, who are known for Dum Dums and Circus Peanuts, because that's everybody's favorite. <laughs> well, they well, have no problem with Dum Dums. I actually like Circus Peanuts, even though they do remind you of Styrofoam. (laughs) I actually like Circus Peanuts, too. Like I said, I like pretty much all candy, which is why NECA wafers can't be considered candy, because I don't like them. Uh, Bashal said kids have used them as shingles on gingerbread houses. Adults have used them as... (laughs) (laughs) Adults have used them as shingles when when their diseases burst out. Adults have used them as poker chips. And Catholic worshipers have used them to practice taking communion. Because <laughs> I love practicing that. <laughs> I, I forgot how to do it. <laughs> you need some practice. <laughs> oh. The body of Christ. Oh, crap. What do I say? What Damn the- it. <laughs> Got to practice again. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Bashal confirmed that the formula has remained the same. The packages is the same, too. Drugstores and pharmacies nationwide are expected to start getting, quote, unquote, fresh Necco wafers by the end of the month or early June. So there you go. Uh, They did say that they are trying to make the all chocolate Necco wafers, but they have not been able. uh, They have not gotten to them yet. So they were really excited about that lime kind of Necco wafers. And what's the other kind? Clove. Really love clove Clove. in my candy. I'm about to say lime is probably the best. Um, I I like how they all have, like, lemon, lime, orange. Okay, orange. Clove, nope. Cinnamon, eh. Wintergreen, that's a gum. I don't need that in my candy. Wintergreen is not. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, For the kids out there. 
Variety is reporting that Paramount Pictures has given the go-ahead for a sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, let's see here. Sonic the Hedgehog. Direct <laughs> the Vagabond or whatever that is. Vegahog. Uh, the Vagabond. Director Sonic. Jeff Fowler and writers Pat Casey and Josh Miller are all set to return. Uh, there was a teaser st- uh, in the post credit scene with Tails. Uh, it's in the very early stages of development, and it's not certain which cast members outside of the Hedgehog, Ben Schwartz. There you go, Jeff. He was or Jim. He wasn't typecast. He was a Hedgehog this time. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz did Sonic's voice. Yeah. Uh, and his ta- and Tails was Colleen Billard. I don't know who that is. Uh, the recent video game adaptation. Uh, let's see here. Uh, is currently the second highest grossing film of the year, having earned $306.8 million worldwide. That's not really saying much. There's not much out there except... Yeah, uh, there have been eight movies released this year, and most of them are the January crap that comes out. I, I, I don't know. The true history of the Kelly Gang might take it over. I don't know. <laughs> As we'll find out in the box office wrap-up. You know what, Jeff? Why don't you do a box office wrap-up? That's called oh, a segue, children. That? That's called Ooh. a segue. 336 episodes, and we get it right, Jeff. Once. We got once. it right once. once. Of course, I'm not prepared for it because it was uh, too sudden of a uh, segue there for box me. Box office. I have some I have some news that you guys didn't share with me earlier, that Rob Gronkowski's reign as the... Uh, uh, Champ has ended. Yep, twenty-four-seven. Oh no! Oh he got man! Got beat up by Art in his backyard. He, I he, knew. He Did was he on, really. Yeah, he was on TikTok. <laughs> well, he was doing a TikTok thing on WWE Net, uh, SmackDown or Raw, I think. Forget which one. And uh, he was doing a dance, and Art um, Truth was in the background, and he came up and pinned him. Sweet. Our truth is now the twenty-eight time twenty-four-seven champion. You know, now that I think about it, I'm a little disappointed I didn't hold on to Rob Gronkowski in our keeper uh, fantasy football league. <laughs> he is back because he's back, and I would have had him, but I didn't keep him last year. In bigger news, Mojo Rally got cut probably today because Rob Gronkowski is now officially done with the WWE gym. So that's a shame. Poor Mojo. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's awful. He's a fucking awful character. They spent pray for Mojo. They spent six months, Jeff. He was like a party guy, like in the the uh, wrestling, and they spent six months making him into like this creepy guy, like a bad guy, but he really didn't do anything. And then as soon as they signed Rob, they changed his character after six months of building up to it. And he went back to the party guy. The party guy. I was like, well, I guess we're going back to the other thing. So uh, what do you got for Fox This weekend, this weekend of May 29th through the 31st of 2020, number one, with a gross of 175,637, the wretched holds on to the number one spot. Okay. Uh, my information doesn't have their total. So I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. The wretched, eight hundred thirty, yeah. eight hundred thirty-five thousand three hundred ninety-seven. Excellent. Uh, number two entering the charts with twenty-six thousand one hundred and twelve dollars. We summon the darkness. Uh, total of $60,794. It tied, though, Jeff. 
It tied what? Oh, no, it did. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, number three, uh, staying in the same spot it was last week, is the trip to Greece with $258. Uh, that is made $1,623. Raking it in. Uh, falling from two to four with $131, how to build a girl. Uh, it is up to $68,988. That's, that's pretty good. And uh, falling one spot from four to five, we have the true history of the Kelly gang at $41. Uh, I'm really happy that all three of us went to see that twice this week. That was a really fun time, guys. That was a fun time. Uh, That made $33,385. Actually, Jeff, I apologize. There's a new one. Uh, Number Bump everyone from the trip to Greece down. Oh, no. True history got six. It just came in. Uh, Strike. So somebody late reported? Yes. Oh, Lord. This was impressive, though. Strike. It's a movie called Strike. It was in one theater and made $1,412. Oh, well, ain't bad. Uh, total gross $10,443. You know, the We Summon in the Darkness was on made $26,000. That was only on six screens. That's actually not bad. No. Oh. That's a pretty good number, average. So it was the highest average of the week at $4,352. All right. So, um, and, and uh, any news on what's coming out this, uh, this week? Anything new? Uh, the Wretched. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see what's coming out this week. Uh, that's a good call, Jeff. Let me see here. Let me, let me go to it. Talk amongst yourselves about it. What, t- tell us about the history of the Kelly gang, how you liked it. Uh, it gave me the history of the Kelly gang. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think they were Australian or something, and they were a gang. That's okay. how much I liked it. <laughs> I have nothing about what's coming out this week. I can find that for you here. Uh, <laughs> so, say nothing is coming out this week. What, what what week is this? I don't even know what week this is. Uh, it'll be the first week of June. First week of June. Here we go. Uh, let's see here. Keep talking amongst yourselves. Keep talking. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Nope, I have nothing. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, Tenet? Is Tenet coming out? Uh, that's not supposed to be till July, and that's if it actually stays in that spot, which is still. You know what? The COVID numbers are doing better, so that's good. Maybe yeah, they're doing wait. real great in New Zealand. Yeah, wait two weeks until looting and rioting is over. Um, Jeff, uh, I got it here. The Fox Hunter uh, is coming out this week. Sex, okay. Sex, and the Future. And porn movies coming to your theaters. (laughs) Uh, Mick Fleetwood and Friends. It's a once in a lifetime concert event. And Becky with uh, Luke Wilson. Oh, that's the Kevin Smith. They're Kevin Smith. Kevin James movie. Uh, Yourself and Yours. Uh, And it says here Wonder Woman 1984, but I don't think that's correct. No. It it was August, and I thought that even got pushed back to. Christmas. Uh, Sex and the Future is playing at the Arena Cine Lounge in on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, California, at eight forty-five on Friday, eight forty-five p.m. Cool. See, we What's, are movie phone. 
Well, what's playing uh, locally at our drive-ins? Hold on. When this is the ti- this is what's the plot summary. It's an hour and twenty minutes, so that can't be good. It's under the ninety-minute mark, Jeff. Yep. Uh, when misfits Barry and Evan designed their ideal woman as a robot, they realize a fortune can be made if they had the money to mass produce their prototype. A wealthy prince soon finds out about their invention, and the three hatch a plan to rule the world and change sex and the future. If only life was that easy. That, that's that's th- something. What do you think? No, nothing. Uh, mm, uh, so, let's see. At the Starlight Drive-In, starting mm-hmm. tomorrow and Thursday, they will be showing the movie Chance and Grease. What is and that? Grease still? Uh, no, just regular Grease. Oh, Grease weekend. Yeah. And then Friday is their cruise-in, where oh. you bring your classic car out to see... Uh, Talladega Nights and Christine. Okay. Uh, at the drive-in theater in Hamilton, uh, let's see, the Holiday Auto Theater, uh, today and tomorrow, it's in, it's Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And, uh, ooh, Friday. I say on Friday? Do they have Friday? Because I'm looking at it and I just see today. Friday through Sunday. Oh, there we go. Despicable Me and Despicable Me 2. Oof. Uh, next week. Next, I like those oh. movies. They're not bad, but it's like, oh, those are those are old school. Like, old, well, older. Uh, next Tuesday next and when? T- well, yeah. They're not as old as the Indiana Jones films. Yeah, but those are classics. Those are classics. <laughs> <laughs> classics are all right, but films from the 20. 20- Ten are two <laughs> old uh, Next Tuesday and Wednesday, Born on the Fourth of July and Platoon, back to back. Oh, next Thursday through Sunday, 14, 11 through the fourteenth, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Done. Let's go. Come on, let's go. No, nothing. No, no I'll last. go if you let me sit in the car with you the entire time, Jason. Well, I'm busy that weekend now. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Um, I tried. He said no. Jim. Damn, Platoon doesn't even start until 11.25. Yeah. Yeah, because the uh, sunset's at 9 o'clock. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd be fine. They should have shown Platoon first. Actually, they're going to show them at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. They're just going to have a big shade over it. Dude, they're going to show it at noon. That's right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's do some top five. Jim, give me some top five music. Top five. Thank you. From Kevin, a different Kevin. Uh, let's see here. Top five heel turns. Heroes switch to villains in anything. It doesn't have to be fiction, I guess. Uh, movies, yeah, it TV. It could be real life if you wanted. Uh, wrestling. Uh, I'll tell you right now, all mine are wrestling. Because Blake wasn't here and fuck that. I'm going to take a chance and do heel turns in wrestling since he's not here. Do you know how big of a surprise that was for me to hear that you were doing all wrestling? Jeff, I will fuck you up tonight. We are going to do a cruiserweight match. Let's go. Let's go. It's on. 
It's on. I got my teacup Ugh. tigers. My teacup tigers are in my corner. I'm like Jake the Snake. I just threw a punch and he didn't even sell it. You suck. Oh, I don't sell. Call me the Undertaker. Jason doesn't sell at all. <laughs> Jim learned that firsthand. He went for a Frankensteiner and I just power bombed him. Fuck that. I won a championship that way. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Let's see here. Brian. It's what? the truth. <laughs> You know what, Jim? I'll let you go first since I, 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 I feel bad about what I did to you the last week. So go ahead. What is your number five, Jim? Um, all wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> Every wrestling heel. Everyone, because they've all been good and they've all been bad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, but some of them went from bad to good. But this is going yeah. from bad so they got to go in that direction my number five is going to be 95 percent of jedi <laughs> from the star wars universe <laughs> it starts with revan and malik who were uh, jedis during the mandalorian wars who after winning that then they be they got went into the reach of the space to figure out if the Sith had anything to do with uh, these wars, and then they were turned. And then their uh, 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 students uh, uh, became uh, Darth Trya and Bastila Shan. Uh, and then you can even go to Dooku, who was good at one time and bad. Palpatine, uh, it was, and then uh, Anakin, uh, most most recently, or actually, most recently is uh, Ren. Uh, uh, well, Ren didn't become banned. <laughs> Ren didn't become banned, but uh, oh, Ren, uh, Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren, yeah. But he was Ben Ben Skywalker. Do you Ben Solo? Ben Solo. Uh, ben Solo, yeah, Ben. Solo. Jim, do you think the dark side is that tempting, or do you think the Jedi are that weak-minded? The dark side has cake. Oh. <laughs> Oh, cake. <laughs> you throw in free pizza and I'm done. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Pizza and strip clubs. <laughs> but, if you, but if you go back and read some of the stuff, like half of these characters went bad and then they were turned back too. <laughs> like Vader. Vader at the end saw his ways and now he's now that he's part of the force again. Big Van Vader? <laughs> Big Van Vader. <laughs> <laughs> He gave a lot of people cauliflower ears on the Jedi, though, when he was a dark <laughs> Sith. <laughs> he ripped off Anakin's number, ear. <laughs> yeah, so my number five is almost all of the Jedi. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, Jeff, no, fuck you, Jeff. Brian, what's your number five? <laughs> uh, number five, I have uh, Walter White. Breaking Walter back. White was my number one. Wow. Two weeks in a row, man. Put it on the board. Okay. Two weeks in a row. Yep. Number one, Walter White. They do say that Breaking Bad is the supervillain origin series. And and that's because like and you're cheering for him yeah. throughout most of the uh, the run, and then you realize, oh no, he's totally broke. He totally broke bad. Yeah. It's in the title. <laughs> uh let's see here. My number four. Five. Let me get to this here. Again, it's all wrestling, so deal with it. Uh, I am going... Uh, Chiampa turns on uh, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano uh, from NXT. 
Um, basically, they've been tag team that partners. Three names I've never even heard of before. There's, there's two names. Uh, <laughs> you gave three names. You said Tommaso, Giampa, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, and, aka Johnny Wrestling. Shut oh, up, you didn't say. I thought it was three different people. You know, and it was uh, Brian. I, I saw. I'm going to talk to you on this one, uh, Brian. I okay. saw a little bit of it when Johnny Johnny Gargano beat him in the cruiserweight uh, tournament, and you saw him like kind of give a look, and I was like, okay, that's kind of clever. And then they were fine for like a year, and yeah. then that was awesome. And then basically they went through an NXT takeover. It was in 2017. The cred- end credits come up at the end. They're like, show- you know, raising their hands. And then he just turns on Johnny and just destroys him. And you're like, what the fuck is that? What the hell is that? Uh, so and they they are the Batman and Joker of NXT. They just keep fighting each other, but they keep finding new twists. Now, uh, Ciampa is a good guy and Gargano is a bad guy with his wife. Um, so, yeah, uh, that that's my number five. Uh, fuck you, Jeff. What's your five? Uh, my number five <laughs> is uh, Baron Mordo in Doctor Strange, uh, particularly the movie because I really don't know the comic books all that much. Mm-hmm. But uh, when uh, at the end of the movie, uh, the character is played by Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh, decided that the way that they're doing stuff is inherently wrong, so he turns and goes to start taking the magic back from uh, people like Benjamin Bratt. My oldest just uh, watched Doctor Strange about two weeks ago for the first time, um, and he he was shocked, kind of shocked by that ending. Like, wait a minute, he was a good guy. So, was was was. Uh, What's your uh, number four, Jeff? My number four is when the Lionheart Chris Jericho turned bad in the uh, WCW. WCW. He was like. He was the, the classic, you know, young fighter young everyone face. liked. And yeah, he's the face, and 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 it, he, he got mad, and then apologized, and everything was right. And then a couple weeks later, he got more mad, and I just like it was a nice drawn out, and then you, then you didn't know if he was actually bad or not, and then he became really bad, and became my favorite wrestler of all time. And he, but he just started whining and complaining oh, yeah. every week. <laughs> and oh, that's when it really took off. He wasn't like he, yeah, he wasn't his start wasn't rising when he was playing the face. But when he made that heel turn, his career took off. He, he's amazing and, and became the best wrestler of all time. I I would not have an issue putting that up there. He is awesome. Even his work in AEW. He was an announcer for a couple weeks, like when nobody could travel, so they had limited staff. He was a, a color analyst for four weeks, I think, with Tony Schiavone, yeah. and he was a, he was amazing. And I'm like, what the fuck is he this? Knows, he knows the industry really well. <laughs> yeah, and he knows how to market everything, and he makes people look good. He doesn't hold people mm-hmm. back. So, and he does all this as the heel. Yes. Yeah, and he knows the thousand and four moves. He does. He read them. He read them all one night. Uh, let's see. My number four is um, I'm going Shawn Michaels turning on Marty Jannetty and kicking him, throwing him through the barbershop. Um, that was still when I was like, uh, I was a lot younger, so that still surprised me a lot when he turned on him. Um, 
I, I, I wanted to do the Rick Martel turning on Tito Santana, but that was so choreographed. Like, you knew that was so planned out. <laughs> it was so choreographed. Shut up. Like, I knew. I knew. That's why I stopped. <laughs> Uh, that was so blatant that it was coming that nothing, but the Shawn Michaels, you did not see. And then, you know, the funny thing is that they thought Marty Jannetty was going to be the main star out of that group. So, and then, you know, Marty Jannetty said, Hey, here's my friends, drugs and alcohol. <laughs> Am I okay? <laughs> Hi drugs. Hi alcohol. Let's have a party. <laughs> Shawn Michaels. He hung, he hung said, out with Tally. <laughs> Tally, you're the worst. I know. <laughs> Brian, what's your number four? Uh, number four, I have Harvey Dent from The Dark Knight. Ah. He is my number three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. No, you're not. <laughs> I mean, if it were Jason, I wouldn't be sorry, but. <laughs> what the fuck I do? <laughs> you are you. <sighs> but yeah, I got, I got Harvey Dent at number three. I never thought I would say it, but I miss Blake. son of a bitch (laughs) damn it well if blake were here we would just now be getting to probably listener feedback so (laughs) because and you know island oak islands and all that Uh, and he would have gotten he would have got 35 minutes political on us Uh, but we don't have to listen to him. And we love Blake, though, but we don't have to listen to him this week. That's right. Uh, what's your number four, Jim? My uh, number four, I'm going to do this one for Jeff because it's Jeff's favorite, uh, maybe his favorite cartoon character of all time, Scrappy-Doo. Oh, oh that was good. <laughs> I didn't think of that. In the Scooby-Doo movie? In the Scooby-Doo movie, he, he, he was the sidekick and uh, helping out with the Mystery Inc., and at the end, it turned out that he was the one trying to uh, sacrifice the pure soul of Scooby so he could rule the world for 10,000 years. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? That was the best crap you do ever. That was. I liked it. <laughs> well done. Good one, Jim. Not as good as Brian's list, because obviously he has excellent <laughs> choices. Uh, what's your number three, Jim? My number three will be... Uh, Ozzy Mandius, otherwise known as Adrian Veidt from The Watchmen. Okay. He's the one who actually plans the entire bombing or uh, of the uh, or if you do the uh, movie the version, or if you do where they like pretty much nuke the city, or the comic book where they unleash a portal where an alien comes in and kills a bunch of people, but uh, <laughs> but it makes it look like all that uh, uh, Doctor Manhattan did it. So, so yeah. Okay. It turns out that he's the guy who's setting everything up and setting everything in motion. Uh, Brian, what's your number three? Number three, I have Verbal Kent, Kaiser Soze, The Usual Suspects. Yeah, I, I had that I, on a list. Honorable mention yeah. now. <laughs> I kind of left those off the list because he was bad the whole time. You just didn't know it. But yeah, you, know, you feel for, you feel for him in the story, the way it's being told, yeah. and then the turn again, it's just like holy shit. <laughs> yeah, a wait a one. second. Hi, I'm Kevin Spacey. Uh, <laughs> Want to come to my basement? Who are you, Jeff? <laughs> I was uh, continuing on with your impersonation. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you didn't yeah. say the names. So that's why. 
Uh, let's see here. My number, whoop, my number three is going to be um, Bret Hart and Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13 flipping sides. Hart turning heel and Steve Austin turning good. And uh, the rest was history. Um, basically, Hart, Hart was never always a heel. No, no, oh. oh no, no, no. He was a good guy for a long time. Oh. Um, WrestleMania nine. He was a fan too much. Yeah. Well, just because I love you doesn't mean you're the face. Uh, he became I mean, a he became a face at WrestleMania four uh, after the Battle Royal uh, with Bad News Brown. He started becoming a good guy, and they started cheering him a lot. And then around WrestleMania five is when he started becoming a true good guy. Him and Nightheart. Um, and then at WrestleMania 13, he turned to the villain, um, basically because he, after the bell, he wouldn't release the sharpshooter, and then he kept beating up Austin. And then Ken Shamrock, his first appearance for WWE, he was a referee, uh-huh. guest referee, and he uh, did a back suplex to him. And then he, Shamrock's like, get the fuck away from him. And Hart wouldn't, or he was like staying back, and Shamrock was like, you want to go? And Bret Hart left the ring, and the whole crowd booed him. And that was the big one. And they started cheering Austin after that. Uh, phenomenal match. So uh, Phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's my number three. What's yours, Jeff? My number three was Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight. Okay, number two? My number two is uh, staying in the Batman uh, world, uh, Jason Todd. Ah. Turning from a Robin, getting killed and brought back to life just to become the evil uh, Red Hood. You know what? I was against that storyline, but it was a really well. It was really well done. He's better as a villain than he was as a yeah. the sidekick. He's not completely a villain. He just you know wipes out the well, mo- the mobs. He was. Uh, he's a bad guy. Yeah. He, and and why did he wipe out all the crime lords? Because he wanted to be the crime lord. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a good one though. I like that one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, number uh, two for me. Is um, this one surprised me the uh, one of the most is the Rock at Survivor Series 1998. It was a tournament for the uh, heavyweight title, and he's going against Mankind, and Mankind was the chosen one supposedly by Vince McMahon, and everybody loved the Rock. He was the people's champ, and he flipped over the sharpshooter on Mankind, and they rang the bell and gave it to the Rock, and it was all along that the Rock was in cahoots with Vince McMahon, and he was the villain. <sighs> And it was awesome because you start looking back at the weeks prior, like the rest of the tournament that night, you know, things kept going the Rock's way. Like they went to throw the the nightstick into the ring from the boss man and he intercepted it and beat up the guy, you know, and they, just little things throughout. And then the weeks before that, there were just small things like you never noticed until you went back. You're like, son of a bitch. He was always on the Vince McMahon side. So that one surprised me the most. Uh, and then he went... <laughs> He went to the skyrocket after that. I didn't realize he turned bad after he was good. Yeah, yeah. He was only a good guy there for probably two, three months of going into that Survivor Series. The fans really started cheering him because um, he was originally the blue chip for Rocky Maivia. Hated, they hated him. He well, turned bad. Yeah, and then he was in good. the Nation of Domination yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, okay, he was bad. Did he? And then he came good again. Oh, yeah, he eventually did, yeah. He I mean, everyone loved him. He was the, the face for years. Did he yeah. turn bad again? Oh, yeah, he's gone bad. He's yeah, gone back okay. and forth. Hell, even when he came back and helped Roman Reigns a couple of years ago, they booed him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, come on. That's his cousin, Mi Familia. Come on. 
Sorry, sorry about Fast and Furious there. Ugh. Yeah, great, great cameo in uh, Hobbs and Shaw from Roman. It was good. Was he in it that much? Uh, he probably had four or five scenes. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, what's your number th- uh, two, Brian? Uh, my number two is Pac Man from Pixels. <laughs> <laughs> Who saw that coming? <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> you know what? In the trailer, because Pixels is an awful movie, in the trailer, it was humorous. It was funny seeing Pac-Man as the bad guy. I will say that. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Good for you, Brian. Good for you. Was that your number two, bro, Jeff? <laughs> no, my number two was Jason Todd. No, I was kidding, because he had everything else. Uh, number two for you, Jim. My number two, I'm going to go Jack Torrance from The Shining. That's a good one. You think, he's good. Just, you think he's just a nice guy and just go and take this job up there, and then he goes crazy. <laughs> Red Rum. No, TV, no, no beer and no TV make Homer something something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do. Red Room. Mm-hmm. Red Room. Over there. Over there. Over there. <laughs> Uh, Jim, what's your number one? My number one is the White Wizard, Saruman. Uh, I didn't think of Saruman the White. Good one. Saruman of many colors, as he's in cahoots with Sauron and trying to build an army of uh, Orakai to uh, take over the uh, take over Middle Middle Earth. I'll be like Jeff on until the walking trees stop him. Oh yeah. Did he have a Technicolor shirt, jacket or coat? Yes. Oh. Yes, he actually did. You know what? Jeff? It was one of those. If it got hot, it would change colors to different ones. Oh, so based like, on if it got wet, it would change color <laughs> by motion. It was like a mood coat. Hey Jeff, I'm going to pull your uh, thing when I said about Johnny wrestling. I only I don't understand two words in that whole sentence. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. That was a terrible impersonation. I know. Brian, have you ever watched The Lord of the Rings? Nope. You haven't? Okay. I was just wondering. Nope. I, I didn't know if you've seen it. I I was just wondering. Okay. I put that I'm number not. one because I knew Jason and Brian would not have it on their list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, what's your number one? All right. For number one, I'm going uh, opposite. Uh, I'm going heel to hero. Mm-hmm. I'm going with uh, Scott Voss, Kevin James, and Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> No. <laughs> yep. Here comes the boom. Come on, Jason. You gotta love it. It's a wrestling movie. Is well, it it's a no, UFC movie. UFC. It's UFC. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was wrestling this whole time. No. Gee, you know. Well, now I'm disappointed. Chalk it up on the board. Jeff's wrong again. Boop. <laughs> so we got you, two you on the really board. Gotta, Three. I, you just really have to Three. admire his character, you know, and that. He perseveres, you know, does good at the end. And he gets money to save the school's... Uh, yeah, save the school's music program. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Just felt something in my heart. Oh, it's a heart attack. Never mind. <laughs> Do we need to call someone? Probably. Your ass better call somebody. Uh, my number one is Hawk Hogan joining the NWO. Uh, some of the best, uh, I hate Hulk Hogan, didn't care about him, but it was a nice twist. Uh, you did not expect him as number three. 
the third man that the Nash and Hall were bringing in. And he came down to the ring, and you thought he was going to take over and help Luger, Savage, and, you know, that group out. And instead, he leg drops Savage and pins him, and then he basically tells the Hulkamaniacs, you can go to hell. And it was at Bash at the Beach, and I think it was 97, or 96, 96. Uh, and it was one of the best things that Tony Schiavone signed off at the end of the pay-per-view. Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. Straight to hell. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> the and that was problem the with that was then we had to go through like another year of Hulk Hogan being a, the head bad guy. Correct. And crying when it didn't go his way. Yeah, but, it's like, oh, they keep giving Hulk Hogan screen time because of it. You could make that. You know what, Jeff? That's a good argument. I could flip flop two and one because Rock was a better long term investment than Hogan. So or, I'll give you or that. You could have taken Jeff's number four and made that your number one because he's like your favorite wrestler too. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. Can't believe you didn't put him on your all wrestler list. He ch- he flip flopped all the time. <laughs> you knew he's always been bad. He's he's been liked by the people, but he was never a face after his turn. He was always a. Bad guy, just whether he was cheered or not. It's always funny, like, when people team up with him and then they're like, you know, when he turns, because he always turns, and the announcer's like, I can't believe this. It's like, have you watched a Jericho match ever? He always turns eventually. He always does. Uh, Jeff, what's your number one? My number one is Walter White and Brady Bitt. Did anyone have honorable mentions? I did. What'd you get? We have uh, Marty from Ozark. Uh, uh, we have a Bucky Barnes. Uh, Winter Soldier, yeah. Yeah, going becoming a Winter Soldier. We have a Syndrome from The Incredibles. Oh, oh that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Mills on, in the movie Seven, played by Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> I don't know and if he then, really had a heel turn as opposed to just went crazy. Don't mind he me. was the seventh. He was the seventh sin of uh, anger. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Ifilates of Trachis from the movie Three Hundred. Ah. <laughs> oh yeah, that bastard. Uh, Brian, what did you have? Uh, the only one I had was uh, Mr. Orange from Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> uh, Jeff? I didn't Mr. Have Pink doesn't tip. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, I had Owen Hart turns on Bret Hart. Uh, I love that. Good old Owen. Right. Nugget? Uh, Owen! Uh, Savage turning on Hulk Hogan. Uh, Savage turned on Hulk Hogan. Uh, you saw it coming. I mean, it was a year in making from WrestleMania four to five, but that's when Savage went from a upper tier guy to main event. As he lost at five because, of course, Hogan had to win. But Savage was top notch main event after that. Um, so, and it, I loved the Macho Man. So, Brett Sons. Um, and then I had one outside of wrestling. I had uh, Lucifer turning on God. That was an honorable mention. Does that count? I did not see that heel turn coming. So there you go. Well, I, I kind of did since the, I, ever since I've known Lucifer. He's been the bad guy. But you're I reading re- the Bible and he's like, oh, this angel. Okay. 
Well, but see, it must have been spoiled for me because, you know, I didn't realize he was a good guy first uh, for the longest time. They, they don't teach it in the proper order of things. I'm telling you that. It's like if you started with Empire Strikes Back first. and then Exactly. <laughs> and then watched A New Hope. He liked a lot of apples, though. He liked apples. Uh, let's see here. Uh, top, uh, we had some listener feedback. Brian Auer. He had The Rock in Get Smart. I forgot about that. Hulk Hogan joining the NWO. Angel, Archangel, and X-Factor, the comic book series. Oh, I thought of that one. I liked that. I liked it when he became Archangel. Uh, Will, oh, God. God bless you, Brian. I love you. Will Scarlet in Prince of Thieves, Robin Hood. Yes. Robin Hood gets a bravo for me. Anytime you bring Prince of Thieves in. That's... That's the worst. No, I loved, God, I love Prince of Thieves. And Lando and Empire Strikes Back, even though it was for a short time, he said. So, um, he looked like a good guy, and then, boom, Vader sitting there in the, the dinner table. Uh, <sighs> let's see here. Kevin, who came up with his top five, uh, let's see here. He had Jericho uh, turning every time. He never speci- specified, but I would say the first time. Uh, first sh- time. Shawn Michaels kicking Marty Jannetty, and Macho Man turns on Hulk Hogan. Uh, Deb, the uh, side guy, had Kevin James as the skinhead and Becky. Yeah. Uh, Husky Harris becoming Bray Wyatt. He was better as Husky Harris. Good old Husky. uh, Julius Caesar. Uh, Cross the Rubicon. uh, John Papa John Shatner. 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 (laughs) Uh, and Anakin Skywalker. Uh, let's see here. Papa John. <laughs> Chris Richardson from 365. Good day, mate. Uh, chunky. You ch- <laughs> I was going to call you Chunky Cheek. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, I, instead, I was going to try to call you a Cheeky Cunt, and I messed up. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, number five, Chris Jericho kicks Shawn Michaels in the balls at WrestleMania 19. Uh, Scar in the Lion King, which I think he was a heel from the beginning, right? I think he's always been a heel. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Shawn Michaels turning on Marty Jannetty. Uh, Nina Myers in season one of the TV show 24. Jeff, did you watch that? Oh, Brian. I didn't watch it. Brian, you... That is a good one. Okay. See, 24 was out before I had uh, DVR. Mm-hmm. And so once you missed, like, the first couple episodes... You couldn't catch up. You couldn't catch up. And then it got a couple seasons in, and I just never bothered to try. I believe it's on Hulu now. Uh, I would have to get Hulu then. Let's see here. Um, we had... Sorry. Uh, we had... Number one for him, Stone Cold Steve Austin turning villain and joining Vince McMahon, uh, which did not pay off too well. I will say that. Uh, Doctor number one, he had uh, Verbal Kent from Usual Suspects. Uh, Sentinel Prime in Transformers Dark. Of, oh, Transformers Dark, Dark of, of the Moon. moon. Uh, Pac-Man in Pixels. <laughs> <laughs> You and Doctor Number One. That's not a badge of honor there, Brian. Uh, Michael Jackson. (laughs) And uh, he had a better one than Lucifer, the original heel turn, Judas. 
<laughs> on Jesus. Yeah. Oh. I saw that for a few things. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, one, here. Lucifer was before Judas. And number two, Judas did what he was supposed to do. He was Jesus's best ally because he followed orders. Uh, Doug, uh, number one fan, he had Ric Flair turning on Sting. Number four, Ric Flair turning on Sting again. <laughs> number three, the four horsemen turning on Sting. <laughs> didn't, Ric Flair, didn't Ric Flair order them to do that? Yes, he did. <laughs> that was the most awful thing. Sting's in the four horsemen. That's not going to last. Who <laughs> thought that? Uh, number two. Once again, Ric Flair turning on Sting. <laughs> and number one, Linda McMahon turns on Vince McMahon. <laughs> uh, so, so Sting, huh? <laughs> Sting is the dumbest motherfucker in wrestling. I mean, every single time. Hey, 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 come on, Flair. I don't trust you. Come on, man. It'll be fine, man. Woo, let's do it. Okay, fine. Two matches later, I, turning. I... Kind of liked Sting before the whole crow makeup, and then once he stuck with that, I was nope, I cheered against him every chance. Right. And until he gets rid of the crow makeup, I'm not going to cheer for him. He never I love everything him. about Sting. You are, I love Sting, oh, okay, no matter what. Um, I loved his character, I, I just loved him, and I, I wish he would have he wouldn't have been so loyal to WCW. Um, he, uh, right before this came on, my son and I were watching WrestleMania 31 that was on Fox Sports, and, uh, we turned it on, it was a Triple H Sting match, I was like, I can't watch this, fuck them, they fucked him over in that match so bad, so, just because we had to get WWE one more time, they had to beat WCW, okay, that's fine, thanks. Yeah, you can't just give him his match that he should have had 20 years ago. And here's the thing, nobody wanted Sting versus Triple H. No, everyone oh. wanted Sting versus Undertaker. Oh, icon versus Icon. Let those two guys uh, do it. Triple H is an Icon. He's and a, I never want to see the Undertaker wrestle. So, well, so that, that match was for me. He's an Icon. What's that, Jim? Triple H told everybody he's an Icon. He made everybody know, know it. You can't. Oh, I I run the it. You I'm can't, an Icon. You can't make I'm yourself an, an Icon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the rules, Jason. No, it is. He, you cannot. I mean, make he yourself. is the game. I mean, exactly. I mean, a nickname like the game icon nickname. Uh, let's see I here. Uh, that's it. Uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, number two hundred and twelve. Carol fucking Baskins. That's it. Two hundred and twelve. Fuck her. So. Uh, and I think, um, number seven, I think we've done this one before, Jeff, but correct me if I'm wrong. The two party political system. We we definitely did that before. I think it might've moved up. Okay. It was as high as before. We're doing seven. I think seven's a good one because these can change, right? We're we're re-ranking it. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a fluid list. Okay. Yes. Okay. I mean, it could change from as soon as we're done recording, it could change. There's always a good number one, though. There's always a good number one. It hasn't changed yet. Nope. Never has changed. Uh, let's see here. Uh, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, let's do real quick titles for the show. Anybody got anything? I have a couple. I have I Miss Blake, 
or we can change it to I miss Blake bot no. or I miss black. I miss black. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck you, Jeff. Um, fuck, fuck you, Carol Baskin. Um, and that Theo, ki- or that Theo kid, <laughs> that Theo kid and finish him. I had finish him. I as well. I also had uh, durable and versatile. I had durable and versatile or uh, durable and versatile candy. Uh, use your brain. I know that's not we didn't talk about that, but that's uh, that's just something that I've I've been trying to put out there to people uh, with, with the, the way that the world is these days. They just need to stop for a second and use their brain before they open their stupid, dumb mouths. Or at least get a podcast uh, about it. I help. Um, I help. I help get a kid. Get a. Oh, I didn't really help. I just alerted some people to lose his scholarship at Xavier. <laughs> yeah, race good for that fucker. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then the last one I had was Anal Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Anal Nation. I forgot that one. <laughs> Jeff, what'd you yeah, have? I- I also had, as some of those already said, durable, versatile, finish him. I had uh, COVID's going to Hollywood. <laughs> and uh, improv pyramid scheme. Uh, I had, thank goodness you said the last part. Uh, the mayor is doing great. Uh, <laughs> teacup tigers. Uh, caught without a permit. When they're building a swimming pool. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Bite the Neko. And I think that's uh, all I had. I do like the finish him, and I do like the durable and versatile. I do like those. Uh, you guys can pick I, between. I honestly forgot what finish him was referring to. Uh, the anal. Anal Nation. Oh, that's right. Mortal Anal Kombat, Nation. the porn. Mortal Finish Kombat, him. Anal Nation. Finish him. <laughs> and, and they just plumbed all over his face. That's <laughs> why Shao Khan, the bad guy, wears a mask. <laughs> he doesn't want it on his face. <laughs> I thought it was because of the COVID. <laughs> nope. Uh, you guys pick. I, but I think I do like uh, durable and. <laughs> Durable and versatile. Yeah. I like it. I agree. Uh, 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 Change approved. And uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. One is the loneliest number. Jim, take it. No. <laughs> Two is the loneliest number since the number one. Brian, take it. No. <laughs> Three is the loneliest number, but the most fun in an orgy. Except for four. <laughs>